Welcome to Realities May Vary. Yes, we haven't said that in a little while, but we are back. The podcast that does whatever it wants, and obviously, whenever it wants. Uh, I am Brian Noonan. With me, as always, the well-coiffed, the always humble, the man who looks uh, a little perplexed. It's Cody Goff. Hi, Cody. Always. It's in character for me. Yeah. Hi, Brian. Uh, tonight, we have a huge show for you tonight. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but uh, we are recording this on Monday, November 27th, aught 2003, and CM Punk has returned to the WWE after a nine-year absence. Finally! We have a lot to say about that. Uh, also on the docket, Brian has a show he wants to recommend. That should be fun, and I hope you are looking for show recommendations because that <laughs> seems like the time to get one. Also on tonight's show, CM Punk is back in the WWE for the first time in nine years. We'll talk about the implications of that. Well, there also, are implications? Yeah, sure. Okay. Brian also is uh, like to call out the uh, some PE class behavior incredulousness perhaps uh some brazen grade schoolers doing brazen things brazen. in physical brazencation and before we wrap up we we must 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 talk about the fact that cm punk has returned to the Ooh. wwe before maybe we'll also talk about i don't know i guess thanksgiving happened we could maybe talk yeah. about that it's fine mm -hmm. uh, but uh <laughs> but yeah that's and we'll start with our Five second, uh, five second check in. How how are you today, Brian? Uh, thank you for asking, Cody. That's very lovely of you. Uh, I am uh, I'm doing okay. I'm a tad fatigued, uh, coming off a uh, Thanksgiving break that was way too short. Uh, but I have uh, just finished radio. I've poured myself a little cocktail, and uh, you know it's crazy. But it's Monday night, and I'm having a cocktail. I'm I'm doing okay. How about you? What kind of cocktail are you having? I have uh, Jim Beam apple whiskey with some apple cider in it. Oh, hell yes. Let's yes. go, dude. Um, I am having. Oh, what are you having? From Revolution Brewing's Deepwood series, which is their barrel-aged beer program, uh, Death by Cherries. Oh, that sounds uh, the, good. The can is all metallic, and like it's not very high contrast, so... It's hard enough to read just in person and then like under a lot of lights like I have in my right. um, studio, nook, but the camera camera's not going to tell you anything. That's uh, Imperial Stout, Stout Aged in Bourbon Barrels Cherries. Ooh. Probably like 15%. It's good. I do have to also shout out. So um, at Fobab, if you watch the Fobab episode of our beer podcast, Crafty Brewers, Tales Behind Craft. Beer. Wait a minute. Do we have a beer podcast? We do, we do. New episode drops this Wednesday Ooh. with uh, the the monkey one. Um, the monkey one. <laughs> the monkey one. Brother, Brother Chimp. Chimp. Brother, Brother Chimp. Chimp you Brother, mean? Yeah. Really Brother fun conversation. Um, that new episode's this week. So um, we talked to a few people, including a brewer at Revolution Brewing um, at Fobab. And this brewer, after we interviewed him, this was not on the actual episode, but after we had turned off the camera and stopped recording, he was like, you're getting the Deepwood series this month, right? And I was like, yeah. And he says, this double barrel, the VSOD, very special old double. I don't know what it stands for, but it's called VSOD, a very special VSOD. And it's a double barrel one. And he was like, it's the best beer we've ever done. 
Wow. And the, their marketing emails said it is, uh, they were like, you really, like they really did pretty much say that. <clears throat> okay. So I got a four pack and I gave you one actually. Right. I've not tried it yet. Yeah. I actually got a couple four packs. Um, so it is quite good. Okay. It is very boozy. Nice. So like, I think, you know, I, I don't know. I gravitate toward a little bit sweeter, smoother malt, you know, like milkshakey, right? Um, and I like the Goose Island because they've got that, like, that heavy chocolate notes and the heavy right. other stuff. This one is excellent. It is a very good beer, but it is very boozy. So if, All right. if you got to be in the mood for, like, tasting alcohol, Brian. I'm um, always in the mood for tasting alcohol. Let's not sure. uh, let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. Let's not be Pollyanna about this. We'll get right to it. Yeah. So uh, that, that that one's via very special VSOD. And then um, Mike asked, "What was the Revolution beer I have again tonight? I'm drinking Death by Cherries, D E T H. This one aged in um, uh, bourbon barrels with cherry. This one is on the sweeter side, which is why I opted for it tonight. I um." I got to tell you, I've been drinking a new amber that I really enjoy. Ooh. Grumpy Geezer Amber Ale. It is uh, brewed by a novice brewer on the northwest side of Chicago, mm. aged in his bathroom, and it turned out pretty good. My beer. Just a friend I of yours? Huh? A friend of yours? No, it's mine. It's the beer that I made. Oh, that's your beer that you it's made? my beer, Yeah. So I have, to, I have to give you some. It's actually like I was worried that maybe that wouldn't carbonate or something. Uh, it 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 pours with a fizz. Uh, there's one of them. I got a real nice head. I think it's the glasses. It's not the beer. Um, it tastes. It looks beautiful. It tastes like an amber ale. I'm like, oh, pretty good, pretty good. Um, if I may address this, Barbara said, checked uh, TMJ at six fifteen. You weren't on. Yeah, there's been some changes there. My show now comes on at seven. Uh, I don't. I, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. I'm on at seven, um, and so yeah, come back at seven, Barbara. Next uh, Wednesday, I'll be on Wednesday and Friday this week after tonight. So seven o'clock. That's when. That's when you'll catch me. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's how things. So all right. So the the revolution you gave me is the boozy one, which sounds mm -hmm. good. Other mm -hmm. than that, are are you okay? We know you're drinking. Uh, yeah. Are you on any edibles tonight? No, no. Uh, have, maybe uh, me, usually after I have a any any really any amount of alcohol, I turn to that. So probably halfway into the show, I'll, I'll indulge. But we'll see. I am. Uh, I'm going to. We have a new edible in the house. It is. Uh, what is it? Extra strength or something? There, there's a, a thing on there that says extra potent where you're only supposed to take a half because a full one has the THC of a, a half one has the THC of a full other ones that we've had. It's by Wild. Wild is the company. Yeah. Uh, like a boysenberry kind of thing. And um, Debbie's been and had some back pain. So she took half of one last night and she said it just, it relaxed her nicely. And then she said she slept through the night. I'm like, oh, well then I'm going to have to try, try one of these, you know. We'll see, because again, the edibles have never done anything for me in the past. Mm. This one says highly potent or something. It, it makes it sound on the box like it's, uh, hey, this is not uh, your regular edible. This is because even even my brother who runs a shop where they sell them, 
uh, and I'll give him a shout out. If you're up in Niles, Michigan, you got to go to, uh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Something farms. What's the name of his farm? Oh no, I'll get it. Uh, golden? Isn't it golden something? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I, this happens to me sometimes. I am all, you've given, I've, I have procured yes. um, product from this establishment. Southland I, farms, Southland, Southland farms. Right. Uh, Niles, Michigan, they carry, they carry their own organic cannabis, but then they, they're now carrying, these are organic, um, edibles and the company is from Michigan wild. And so they, yeah, they, he was like, just do half, just do half. Don't, don't do a whole one. So there you go. I'll have to, I'll let you sample next time I see you. Okay. I'm down. All right. I'm down. Not pushing. Uh, all right. Where should we start? Uh, you mentioned so. Uh, well, is there a wrestling thing? I, I from your lead in, I kind of got there was something going on that's been almost a decade in the making. Yeah. Is the Rock yeah. back? Uh, bigger. I would Did argue. Hulk Hogan win the WrestleManias. Oh boy. Oh boy. No. He said bigger. It's... Bigger than the Rock. Did John Cena get new jorts? He did not. Did, were you? Are you aware that I was there on Saturday? No, I was there on Saturday. Oh, wait a minute. You've already had a CM Punk sighting at another event that you went to where you got ice cream. Did you I get know. a treat this time? This no. was what War of the Worlds. What was this one called? Survivor Attack of the Jedi. No. So okay. Well, um, so every year WWE does a pay per view every month they now they call them premium live events oh because you just get them with peacock the streaming service okay so you're not you're not paying per view right it's streaming so but gotcha. uh, and a, a pay-per-view would be like the royal rumble everyone's heard of wrestlemania uh, a couple other ones SummerSlam, and then survivor series this is actually one of those are the big four like right. pretty much the the biggest ones wrestlemania royal rumble's right behind it and then SummerSlam, and then Survivor Series. So it's a top four pay-per-view, and it was in Chicago at Rosemont in the Allstate Arena, close to my house. I'm in the western suburbs. And it's so funny because the reason we went was because some of my friends, you know the whole psychedelic thing? There's all those specials that Netflix had, like Fantastic Fungi and all those oh, other yeah, ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my friends and I, couple of my friends and I started a little text group. We were like, man, if we got some mushrooms, where should we go? And we're like, just to bed. Just I mean, they're legal in Oregon, so whatever. So we're brainstorming and and you know, I'm like, oh, you get a cabin, go to, you know, uh, what's that place down south? Uh, the Grand Illinois. Canyon, Mexico. In Illinois. Down south, the Garden of the Gods. No, the, the place with the rocks. There's a rock. Starved Rock? Starved Rock isn't in southern Illinois. Starved Rock is, is west in Ottawa. Is Starved it, Rock, um, you could go to Giant City State Park. There's rocks and cliffs down there. There's a place. Uh, it doesn't matter. But you, you whatever. Cabin, Wisconsin, or that lake. Go somewhere. Go in nature, sure. right? And then, um, and then I'm like, what about a concert? What if we all went to like Pearl Jam or something? You know, well, fish. Turns, dude, fish. Well, fish is where you're supposed to do it. Fish, you could probably just go and they'll give it to you, right? How about Trans Siberian Orchestra? That oh, dude, up. <laughs> you'd be whacked. <laughs> so my friend just realizes that Survivor Series is in Chicago and goes, "Let's go to Survivor Series." And uh, 
So the initial the initial idea was at least one or two of them wanted to do a bunch of shrooms and go to a WWE event. Right. Um, now this is not what happened. None, none of us did oh, shrooms. Okay. Um, we bought these tickets month, like six months ago, right? And what ha- a crazy series of events happened, and it ended up being one of the biggest nights in pro wrestling, basically in the last like twenty years for just one specific reason, and that CM Punk came back. But if you rewind, when we bought the tickets, a lot of us were AEW fans, where Punk was when we bought the tickets. Punk was wrestling in AEW. We're like, whatever, we'll go to this WWE show. Three months ago, two, three months ago, he gets fired from AEW from a backstage altercation. I remember you telling me about the altercation. Which which was stupid. And then he's... (laughs) He's he did like some UFC commentary. He's done a couple of gigs since then, and he would joke about how he doesn't. So wait, have... did it ever come out? Because obviously, a lot of people thought that was a work when he got fired for some altercation. It obviously was not. What did he do backstage? Oh God. Um, if it's too convoluted, you don't have to say. It's not very convoluted, but basically, there's this. Um, there's a young punk. Not a CM punk. Not a CM punk. A young punk, which is not the kind of punk you want. Right. There's this young, it's actually Luke Perry's son. Remember Luke Perry? I do from 90210, the man with the sideburns, tragically dead. R.I.P. Yeah. So his real life son, Jack Perry, is a wrestler in AEW. Okay. He's actually pretty good. Um, So they were about, to, he, Jack Perry was on the pre-show at All In, which was a pay-per-view at Wembley Stadium in Ooh, London. That's big. That's, in fact, it was the, the most tickets sold for a live wrestling event ever okay it has the world record because it's at wembley which is the biggest stadium and so of course so they had this aew had this gigantic event and jack perry's on the pre-show and he wanted somebody to drop him through the windshield of a car okay now that's fine that's wrestling the problem is (laughs) is it though (laughs) <laughs> it, it's not because the problem is that in order to do that safely and not like shorten your career or like lacerate yourself badly, right. you need sheet glass or you need like prop glass. Yeah. Yeah. Like they do in the movies. Right. Fake glass. Well, they didn't have fake glass because no one knew he wanted to go through the, the dashboard of like a Bentley or whatever it was. So they're like, we can't do that. And so the, the CEO of the company is like, you can't do that. He's like, I'm going to do that. Some other guy is backstage. Yeah, going, I'm going to do it. Yeah, they just go, you can't do that. And then somebody apparently was like, hey, Punk, can you tell him not to do this? So Punk goes and he's like, please don't do this. And he's like, whatever. So the guy goes <laughs> on air. He gets put through the uh, the windshield of the car. And right before or right after it, he looks at the camera and grabs the camera and goes, real glass, um, cry me a river. And points at the thing and then goes through the the windshield or whatever. So the Mm. match ends and he's walking backstage and he's, you know, he's injured, but he's fine. And no one knows if he got in Punk's face or Punk got in his face, but Punk was first on the card. So they had to walk right by each other, right? Right. He's exiting. Punk is up next. It's, it's, you're in the green room, right? Or you're in the, um, the gorilla position is what it's called. So, um, Apparently, then there was an altercation. No one really knows what happened. It was brief. And then Punk went out, did his match, went back, and then he left. Oh, no. You froze up. Oh, Cody has frozen. Right at the crucial part of the story where we're learning what CM Punk did to get fired from AEW, bringing him back to the World Wrestling Federation. In the meantime, I will... uh... 
I'm, I'm hmm, up there. He left. Cody left. Now I see him back. We're going to, uh, let me see. Should I bring him back? Should we teach him a lesson about bad uh, internet? No, of course not. Here's Cody. Have, no. Hi, what happened? Are you okay? Yeah, no, I don't know why that. It's a connection lost, but I my internet was at full bars. Yeah, you froze up. You uh, all right, so you froze up when you said that uh, after, so CM Punk went out, he did his match, then he came backstage. And, yeah, then, and then nobody knows who got in whose face. At some point, Tony Khan, the CEO of AEW, right. he was either threatened or yelled at or something and said that he felt unsafe, and so he fired Punk. So um, did Punk feel, in fact, the wrath of Khan? Wow. <laughs> I'm going to let that one. with myself. I'm going to let that. I'm, I'm ecstatic about that. Pleased with myself. So this was not a work. Um, right. But a lot of criticism on AEW because none of this should have happened. They shouldn't employ people that like refuse to do what they're told and then yell at the camera at the biggest show in history <laughs> of wrestling. Like, and then fire punk, your top guy, like the top star by a right. million miles. Right. So he's gone. And then in the months since there's been immediately, like a week later, WWE released a statement. They're like, yeah, punk approached us and we're not interested. Like every oh. wrestling journalist gets this news. They're like, okay, you know, no more punk rumors. Got it. Um, what you need to know about CM Punk. If you don't know anything about wrestling, is that nine years ago, he walked out of the company, like walked out straight up, just quit, um, disappeared for months, even though the he company was like, being WWE. Walk, walked out of WWE, was silent for months, went on a podcast and just railed, just like eviscerated them. Horrible management, took, did like abused his body, treated him unfairly, all this stuff. I mean, he just, he set fire to this company. Like he, he tried to tear it down, right? So he's like, and he's like trashing Triple H, who is right now like the COO or something. Like he went after WWE and like it was on no uncertain terms. He hates this company and everything associated with it. So fast forward to now, he does AEW for a couple of years. That doesn't go real well. Gets in some fights backstage, gets fired. And this all happens. And then it culminates with the last three weeks. People have been teasing what would happen at Survivor Series and, and like random stuff would happen, Brian. So like, Punk posted a, an Instagram story that used the theme song to War Games. Um, the movie on, War Games with Matthew Matthew Broderick? Uh, no, to War Games, the oh. the pay per view, the pay per view. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, good reference. Wow. But um, Friday, Living Color released a 2023 remaster of Cult of Personality, which is CM Punk's theme song. Oh, that was the biggest tell. So, all right, so fast forward to the event is no longer we're going to some random wrestling show we don't care about and maybe going to do psychedelics at it. Now the story is let's all get drunk and have a good time and maybe CM Punk will show up. There's the man. CM so, Punk. So thank God I had five friends that like barrel-aged beer because we, we went through... <laughs> so much barrel aged beer before you went to the event oh yeah oh, god oh god we pre-game are you kidding dude i got <laughs> two beers a hot dog and a popcorn and it was 72 dollars yeah what? yeah that's why i don't leave the house yeah it was good it was good uh it was good so um wow. so we all pre-gamed wow. had, had a bunch of beers end up going and 
at the conclusion of the, so there's CM Punk chants intermittently throughout the night. Oh. Um, and some people would start the chant and other people would boo because some people are over it now. They're over him. <laughs> um, and they finished the main match and uh, the cage is like going or going up and all the, the stars are doing their bows and stuff. And the, the trademark logo shows up on the screen. So it's, it looks like they're ending the pay-per-view, right? Like right. that little trademark logo go the copyright 2023 WWE logo goes up and it zooms out and you know, it's got the big wide camera shot. And my, the guy next to me, my friend's friend that joined us, he's like, we got to go, we got to go beat traffic, which is oh, no. stupid. Don't beat we're going to order an Uber and there's 30,000 people that like, what, this is not, we're not, or we're not leaving early. We're in the upper deck. Like was a, this a United no. Center? Is it, no, is it the, the Allstate Arena? Oh, and that's the worst place to try to get out of anyway. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I'm like, we'll walk a mile and get an Uber. It doesn't matter. Like, let's just wait. And he was really pissing me off. And we're standing there and I was finally just like, please shut up. I don't want to hear it. And we're standing there. I just spent $72 on a hot dog. Dude, it's like it's like a minute of everybody bowing and stuff. The logo's up. And then CM Punk's music hits. And the place just goes nuclear. Just like, he didn't even say anything. He just walked out. And the place, I mean, everyone there were people behind me i was wearing a punk shirt there were people behind me heckling me during the show oh. at various points they'd be like oh your boy's not gonna show up or whatever afterwards people are high-fiving me they're just like <laughs> even the guys behind me they're like man i bet you're happy oh man what a night you know it doesn't matter if you loved or hated him everybody was like we just saw cm punk come back this is like this is like hell actually freezing over brian like <laughs> And he's probably cutting a promo right now as we record this because Raw is on and he's scheduled to be there and talk. So as soon as we're done recording, I'm immediately pulling up YouTube and rewatching the last hour of Raw. Um, but it was well, a big... Well, you used a, a phrase, the hell freezing over. Triple H posted on X uh, or Twitter. Uh, yeah, what do they say? X, formerly Twitter. I say Twitter, now X. Um uh, with his arm around Punk, and it just said a cold day in hell. Yeah. So. Well, this is exciting news. You must have been beside yourself. Dude, I, I'm i still over the moon about it. It's Rank amazing. it in terms of you, uh, the birth of your children. Where does it fall? Be honest. It's just below the second. Just below the second. Just child. below the second. Well, she's she's very lovely. Yeah. She's very lovely, but she and she beat out CM Punk, so that's good. Can I show you? you? Show me whatever the, you need to show me. I'm going to show you the most impressive oh part of the night. The bill for that and hot dog? Gonna, you're going to have to share the screen. So the plan was to feed my friends before we went. And so we had the bourbon barrel-aged beer. And my wife set up a charcuterie, charcuterie board. I love it. Wait till you see this charcuterie board. Please oh, pull up the screen. <laughs> <laughs> she bought a toy WWE ring, <laughs> coated it with plastic wrap, put crackers in brie. There's a so-called Steve Austin action figure holding up the holding up prosciutto and the WWE championship. Mankind is holding a uh, cheese knife <laughs> on a cutting board. There's a table. Um, <laughs> Bray Wyatt is driving a tractor holding a bunch of grapes <laughs> and uh, like... a bowl of oh, God. <laughs> nuts. 
And then later we broke the table and then put the cheese in. Cheese in salami. So. <laughs> that is the best charcuterie board ever. You got to watch this episode on Spotify, oh, like for oh the video. My God. Oh, is, do, do we, can you? Oh, you froze up again. That is the best charcuterie board ever. I'm going to, uh, let me pull you off and I'm going to see if you can refresh and then, uh, so refresh and come back. I love it. I love that. Oh, we can go. Can we go through and see all the pictures? Nope. All right. Yeah, that is very, that is classic. That is classic. I like a good charcuterie board. I was picturing, uh, I was picturing it just like in the WWE logo. This is very elaborate. You got the ring. I like that Stone Cold Steve Austin, no beer, but he's got prosciutto. Are you back? Let's see if Cody's back. Nope, he's gone. I don't know what's going on with his uh, with his internet tonight. All right, we'll take the charcuterie off. There you go. Here's Cody. There you are. Nope, he's gone. Hold on. There you are. Hi. Hi. You're back. You. I did it. You're back. Uh, Mike wants to know if uh, if uh, your son lent you that tractor. That didn't look. That didn't look. That was the only thing that didn't look WWE approved, despite its driver. Was that was that stolen from your son for and repurposed for the charcuterie board? Oh my God, he's frozen again. <laughs> At least this freeze is better. Uh, <laughs> I have to take a screenshot of that. I don't know what's going on with uh, with Cody's end of the. Uh, the internet tonight, but <laughs> all right. Well, I will. Uh, well, while we're doing this, um, at Gina, well, I'll ask Gina. I'll, I'll ask Gina. I'll ask Cody when he comes back. If he comes back, he might. This may all be a ruse for him to drink more of that barrel aged revolution. That's why he's. Uh, that's why he's out goofing around doing stuff like that. Well, I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. We had a. Uh, we had a nice Thanksgiving. I guess Molly was not here. Molly and. Uh, Molly and her boyfriend traveled with a group of uh, a group of friends up to a cot. They had a cottage in Minnesota, so they were uh, they were up there. So we didn't get to spend the day, but we did get to help her. You know, I, I've I like that I've gotten to the point now in my life where I am the the guy who loans stuff. You know, uh, I used to borrow things from my parents, so now Molly will call and go, "Hey, can I borrow the big cooler? And can I borrow some folding chairs? And can I borrow this?" So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she took all that. And Walter, of course, stayed here. And so we were um, we were going to meet my, oh, let's see. We're going to try it again. There he is. Yeah. Hi. Hey. Oh, my God, you froze again. You got half a word out and you froze. I don't know if you can hear me. I don't know what's going on. This is so weird. We've never had this issue before. This is another good freeze shot of Cody. Usually, when he freezes, his face is all goofy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna log him out. Let's send him a. Let's send him a. Let's send him a message. I don't know, Mike. I think Cody might be on dial-up. Cody may be dialing up today because uh, either that or somebody has eaten. Uh, 
something is eaten through his fiber optic cable. And I don't think he knows it. <laughs> he just he's probably he's probably talking to me and going, why why is Brian not listening to me? Why isn't he answering anything I say? Why is he being so why is he hogging all the attention? We went to uh went to the country club. My brother and his girlfriend are members of a country club. And so uh, I went last year because Debbie and Molly were sick, so I went by myself. But uh, this year, Debbie and I went, and three of my four brothers were there, which was nice, and four and my four nieces were all there, and uh, my sisters in law. So it was uh, it was very nice, and my mom was there. The thing the thing is, like at the country club, it's it's all very fancy. I, I had to get dressed up and wear a suit, and uh, you know, blah blah. Anyway. Um, you get there, and the deal is they bring the turkey right to your table, and they carve it right there, and they bring out all the sides, and it's very delicious. They also have like a little buffet with the appetizers, and they had, oh, they went all out. They had uh, scallops, and they had crab claws, and they had uh, lobster tail, little little like little bite-sized lobster, like a lobster tail that had been cut into about 12s, and then um, shrimp and all that stuff, salads and stuff. So... We had uh, we got there and we got oh hi Cody, hi, hi. Okay, you got more than one word out this time. That's good. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. What happened? Windows. Windows. We I I have a MacBook Pro or no? Yeah, I have a. It's not an Air. <laughs> it's not an Air. Maybe it's a Pro. I, I have a Dell. Have a Do you have a Dell? I have a MacBook. I use for okay. work more than 40 hours a week. It has never, ever once in years. In fact, the MacBook Pro I had for Discovery before this, never, never in five years or however long I lived at this house, have I randomly disconnected any of my MacBooks and I have a stick that we call it the sticker laptop. It's my old MacBook. Uh, we okay. have another old production MacBook. We have, I've gone through like six MacBooks in this house. None of them have ever randomly disconnected from the internet, ever, ever. My phone does not randomly disconnect from the internet, ever. My TV does not randomly disconnect from the internet, ever. Only the two machines I have with Windows 10 and Windows 11 randomly disconnect. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> and they, they just did it again. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but I must laugh because I can only imagine the fury that is going on with Cody right now. He has got to be livid, livid, almost as livid as my mom on Thanksgiving. How'd you think this is where Cody would go? Nice segue, Brian. I'd say, thank you. Um, because the deal is, <laughs> the deal is that, uh, hold on. Let's see. Nope. Now it's just black. So the deal with the, I told you they, they're supposed to bring out the turkey. So, oh man, uh, Ken, I have to teach tomorrow morning. I can't be doing that many shots. I've already got a cocktail, so that's that's about enough. Well, we'd been there for about an hour and a half, and we had enjoyed the the appetizers. We'd had the uh, I I you know I feel bad. I you know ate a lot of crab claws. A lot of crabs lost their claws for my enjoyment. But I, but it's an hour and a half now, and we had not, we had yet to get our turkey. Should all right, uh, if you're listening, give me a thumbs up. Cody is back, it looks like he's in a different location. 
Uh, he does not look happy. Should we should we try it? Let's try it. Let's see what Cody is in a different location. The dragon has made an appearance, which we all know is always fun when the dragon makes an appearance. Um, the, dragon's, had, the dragon's supposed to have a Santa Claus hat on. I apologize. That is well, we can't see oh. his head. Yeah. Oh wait, yes you can. That's his head. Go. Go. Oh yeah, you got it. It's it's the holiday season. This is the extent of Cody's decorating for the holidays when he decorates the dragon. Usually he has ABC there. This is like when they light the trees. This is when Cody when Cody puts the hat on the dragon. That's usually a big celebration in the neighborhood. It's huge. It looks good. So you were just, I think it was hilarious that you were just in the middle of blasting Windows 10 and 11 when it cut you off again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am so pissed about this. I, so I am now on my work laptop at my work desk. This is where I take work meetings, which is less fun than being in my well-lit closet over there yes. with the remote control light that I can turn Ooh. on from here. See how pretty that is? It's it fun is to pretty. stand in my fun little closet with my nice microphone, but Windows can suck a D. And instead, I get to stand in my workspace with my work things and all my work paperwork. That's not a here. that's not a good work life and balance. You know what? I swear to God, the internet's not going to hiccup a single time on this laptop because. And I'm not a Mac guy. I'm not like one of these like, well, oh, I'm going to wait in line for the iPhone. Like, I don't care. All right. But what I do like is a computer that works. And in in 20 years of podcasting. The Windows machines I have used have all given me problems. I did a thousand episodes of my podcast for Discovery, a thousand, and I never had an issue on a MacBook Pro. So Windows can suck it. I'm very annoyed. It is not my internet. My router is great. My internet is very fast. I have gigabyte internet. My computers all work and I generally know what I'm doing. But Windows 10 slash 11 is idiotic. And if anyone knows how to fix it from just randomly dropping, that would be great. I get I won a brand new gaming PC that is in my wife's library that is close to our router. And I could got I could not get more than like maybe 56k dial-up modem speeds when it was brand new out of the box. And I had to restart it and reconfigure my Wi-Fi settings like 16 times before I finally got it to download. And now it downloads, I think I downloaded a game that was like 80 gigabytes in like 15 minutes or something like that, like an insanely fast speed. Um, so it's all Windows. I am blaming Windows. Uh, Mike in the chat saying Windows 11 is a POS. My work laptop is junk since the update. I don't know what it is, but uh, it almost happened to me during an interview earlier today where I was I was like introducing myself to the CEO of a like an entrepreneur tech startup that uh, operates in San Francisco in Sydney, Australia. And she was like, yeah, I record remotely. I don't run into issues. I'm like, cool. Good talk. All right. I'm done venting. Sorry. <laughs> I hate having tech. I hate when tech doesn't work. I hate it. This episode of Crafty Brewers this week, I was editing the audio and video and the audio and video are out of sync. So like that's a thing I have to deal with now where like um where like there's like there's like an hours of like a video but the audio is like 
uh, is like an hour in one minute because it, it recorded at a different bit rate. Okay. So there's a slight drift. And so now I have to learn a whole new set of audio editing tools and video editing tools to get oh, it to God. sync throughout. So like when little things like that go wrong, I want to like throw a brick through a window. Um, when things go fine, they're fine. Like when I used to have tech issues at work when I was in an office, I would like loudly swear and like almost hit computers and probably <laughs> almost get fired. So um, what were you talking about? <laughs> I was talking about Thanksgiving and we're just about to the part where my mom was very disappointed because uh, I, was I was saying we went to the country club. And so part of the deal is they would bring the whole turkey to your table and then they bring all the sides and they carved the turkey right next to the table. Oh, blah, blah, blah. that's what we've all seen turkeys carved. So we'd been there an hour and a half. And while we had enjoyed the appetizers and the salads at the buffet, an hour and a half, that's enough. So the waitress came over and they were, they seemed very overwhelmed. Wait, the waitress, you were out for Thanksgiving? Yes, we were at the country club. Oh, oh yes. My my brother, my brother and uh, his girlfriend are members of a country club, and so they used to host Thanksgiving. But then they moved to Michigan to start selling uh, weed, and so now they don't have a house here. They live in Michigan. So, three of my brothers, my mom, were all there, and uh, my wife, my sisters in law, my nieces, and the waitress comes over an hour and a half. And she says, "Hey, who's in charge here?" And you know I like being in charge, but I was not. So she said to my, my brother's girlfriend, uh, well, here's the deal. We're running very behind. And um, if you want us to carve the turkey right at your table, it's going to be about 25 more minutes. Or we could bring you out food right now. We'll just have them cut a turkey in the back, and we'll bring it out to you right now. And I'm praying, please, God. Just because now I've been sitting, I've been sitting in this place for an hour and a half. That was, I had budgeted out like two and a half hours, two to two and a half hours for the whole Thanksgiving thing. I wanted to get out there, see everybody, blah, 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 have some food, come on home. Now this is good. So then I'm like, please. And one of my brothers is sitting next to me. He goes, Ma really wants to see the turkey carved. And I'm like, Ma has seen hundreds of turkeys carved. It's, we got to eat. Uh, thankfully the powers that be sided with me. I didn't say anything. I didn't cause a scene. I was, I'm like, I'm a guest. I'm going to be quiet, but God almighty, let's, let's eat. My nieces were like gnawing on their knuckles, like jackrabbits caught in a trap because mm. they were so hungry. Everybody was hungry, but my mom wanted to see a turkey carved. Now I'm an elderly gentleman. You're not. Well, all right. I'm, I'm old enough to know that my whole life growing up in our house, we always had turkey for Thanksgiving. Most of the time we had turkey for Christmas. And then we'd have like one turkey uh, during the year. That's three turkeys. My mom has seen um, well over 150 turkeys carved in front of her. Plus, she was around a lot longer than I was. So she saw turkeys carved in her own house. And she's like, well, you know, so they decided to bring the food. And then she's like, well... I I really am disappointed that I didn't get to see the turkey carved. I'm like, are you out of your mind? I said, tomorrow I'll go to Costco. I'll get a roast chicken. I'll bring it over to your house and I'll cut it up in front of you if you really want to. But this is uh, this is out of out of hand. She just, 
Oh, just stop it, Mike. There's no ham on John. That was hilarious, Mike. There's no ham. Why would it? Blech. Stop it. He said, uh, you should have had them slice a ham for you instead. And no I chance. approve of that comment. No ham ever. But uh, overall, Thanksgiving was fine. And then, you know, then we get home. And now that it's dark early, we got home at like 530 and it felt like midnight. And I was like, all right, that's uh, that's just about enough. Oh, no. Now you're putting up a white screen in front of you? And a ring light. Is it backwards? Oh, there you go. Now yeah. you lit up. Now I look a little more creepy. Just this a little good. bit. Yeah, you look like uh, you look like I'm watching the video from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, here we go. Are you gonna dance? <laughs> what were you saying? Yeah, you're creepy. So that was my Thanksgiving. Where you, did you guys uh, head north for Thanksgiving? North. Mm -hmm. North, your homeland. Rockford's west. North and west. It's not directly west of you. You got to go north. Mostly north. Right, mostly north. I mean, mostly what? doesn't matter. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into a, geog a geography kerfuffle now. Not after, not after my showing just now. Um, yeah. Um, the, uh, um, yeah, I went to Rockford and had a lovely meal. Um, my... My parents, oh, like it's it's heaven in my parents' house. The Christmas That's tree, beautiful. My mom's Christmas tree is looks better than the one in Rockefeller Center. I I will fight you. It, it is so good. Like she had it up before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Holy cow! Well, my 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 parents are uh, they clean. They're getting older and moving a little slower. Uh, I don't believe, but I think they're still very quite spry. They seem but, spry every time I see them. But it it I mean. They have, they have a big house and right. they have a lot of bins and there's a lot of going up and down the stairs. And yes, I mean, the care that my mom takes in like putting together everything. I mean, like the Christmas tree, like there's like 10,000 strings of lights or whatever. And then she does all the ribbons and then she does all the little sprigs of like the cherries and things. And then she does all the like balls, the, um, the, wow just the ornaments and then she does the, and then, and then, and then the wreaths have like feathers in them, like pheasant feathers. And they, they look really, it's, it's gorgeous. It's unbelievable. So it was fully decked for the holidays uh, at, wow, at Thanksgiving. Um, beautiful. All my siblings were there. All of my siblings had just like either bought or remodeled a house or flown abroad. Like my brother had just gotten back from Egypt. Um, wow. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know. We're just hanging out. See, if it had been a few days later, I could have told myself CM Punk come back to WWE. How would that have uh, How would that have stacked up against going to Egypt or uh, re remodeling or buying a house? Significantly better. Really? Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. Well, Cairo, it might be tied. My sister went to Rome. Ooh. That one, mm, no, CM Punk. I've been to Rome. CM Punk can beat that. Okay. All so, right. uh and how did the uh, how did your offspring enjoy their holiday? They did. They, they it was Paris, not Rome. Paris is not Rome. Those Paris is not Rome. No. Again, on the Paris geography. Paris is Paris. Yeah, I'm, it's in I'm France. Over, I'm not doing well on the geography. Rome is in Italy. It is. Rockford is north and west. Of Italy. Of of you. <laughs> and me, technically. Uh, the kids love the holiday. It's that time of year. You probably know this, Brian. We're just. The kids, one or both of the kids are always sick. Yes, of course. And 
And like, but the thing is, my kids, like, I'll tell people my kids are sick. They'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, but they're, but they're not like, they feel fine. Like my son, my son had to stay home from daycare for a week because there was a new strain of hand, foot and mouth disease. And they found like a tiny little <laughs> Didn't blister. he already have hand, foot and mouth disease? No, his sister had hand, foot and mouth oh, disease. The, oh, his sister. Right? He didn't. But like when she had it, she had a fever for like a day and then felt fine, but still had to stay home for a week. When he had it, he had like a little blister on his lip. And then like we had to keep him home for a week and he had no other symptoms. He felt fine. So like, I always tell people, I'm like, my kids, I'm like, they're not sick. They're not like, they sickly. feel. They're not, yeah, they're, they're not like, I feel bad sick. They're like, I'm not allowed to go to daycare sick. Okay. Which is different. Yeah. You're, well, you're protecting the populace, Cody. You're being responsible. I guess. Uh, or, well, they would just, they would just send them home. And right. since daycare is a 30 minute drive, it's a lot easier to not drive there, pretend things are fine, and then right. get a call five minutes later, or have him just say, "No, you're not allowed in." <laughs> you're not allowed in. Which That's going to scar a child who's used to going to their friendly daycare where they see their friends and their happy teachers, and they go, "No, nah, you're not coming in. You're yeah. barred. What? You're banned. Get out. Tell your story, walking punk." Yeah, not CM Punk though. To not be fair. CM Punk, who He'd I saw, in. who I saw return to WWE live at uh, the Allstate Arena. That's got to be, what, nine years? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. He's probably cutting a promo right now. <laughs> well, well, listen, we'll cut this thing short. So you can, we'll get, we'll get I'm to watch it on YouTube. Right I'm not going to, I'm not going to join him mid promo. You know what I could do? I could, in fact, pull up an illegal streaming site, stream the, or a legal one, stream the promo on my other monitor with my MacBook and still maintain a perfect connection with you on my MacBook because it's not running Windows 11. Wow. Suck it, Bill Gates. Suck it hard. Am I allowed to say that? It's 2023. Am I allowed to say that? Suck it hard? Yeah. I guess. Okay. We'll find out when okay. we're bounced off all the platforms. That's fine. Bill Gates. Have you, decor have you decorated your mom? Your mom's house is all decorated. Are you decorated? <sighs> Am I all decorated? Um yeah we put like there's there's a hundred christmas decorations right okay who have decorated the house you only really need like 60. okay so are we at capacity with having put up all the decorations we have no is every room decorated do we have the outside lights like the outside lights are up oh I that's want, you that's good i want You're to step ahead in, of me on that well but i want really yeah, I haven't done the I, the outside is Saturday. See, I did it the Sunday before Thanksgiving because it was like sixty that outside. Was smart. Yeah, well, um, but I want to put two more strings up because I think it looks incomplete, even though it's done. I could walk away and say it's fine, no, you can't. but I will probably put up another couple strings. Um, the Christmas tree had the lights on as of Friday. But today I was home. My kid was some homesick from daycare and he said, can we put ornaments on it? And I go, sure. So now there's ornaments on it, nice. which is not a, which is not a requirement of the Christmas tree. Oh no, you don't put ornaments on it. Usually we do. Okay. But we also have a one-year-old who I think she took her first step today oh she's towards she's, the tree to wreck an ornament exactly right <laughs> like if she's gonna rip down the lights anyway i don't want to put ready like, i don't want to have ornaments falling all over too so 
I think, I think, I think for a, a, a young lady just learning to walk, stepping on broken glass is an important lesson. <laughs> that's why the state took Molly for six years. <laughs> and that's why we're only asking for shoes for her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> hard hard sold shoes very nice yeah we uh friday we did not you know day after thanksgiving i had the radio but we uh we started to prep we had to do all this pre-decorating cleaning so by we i mean debbie doing a lot of it mm. uh for some reason she wanted to wash the walls uh i don't know why uh so she's washing the walls then she's down on her hands and knees doing the baseboards and I was like, listen, Cinderella, uh, if we put up enough stuff, nobody's looking at the baseboards. You just, you know, but no, I'm like, okay. Cause, so I was up working. I was up here doing the show and she did that. But then Saturday we started and you're exactly right about the percentages because Saturday I got the two trees up and you know, they came lit, but we had it. We got a new tree for the family room, for the living room. So it took a, took longer to get set up. And then we got, I would say by Saturday night, when we finally quit, um, we were at 70% indoor decorating. Where if, I said, if God forbid I dropped dead, the house would still look nice for Christmas, mm -hmm. which is how I look at pretty much everything. So, but then Sunday, we worked all day too. So now the inside of the house is complete. And all I have to do is the outside. Nice. And for a moment, I debated not doing the outside because I was like, well, the outside's for other people and I don't care about other people. The inside is for us and anybody we invite into our home. Um, but that's not going to go. We're, mm. So I was looking, I did what I usually do is I'm looking at the calendar and watching the weather reports. And they said, Saturday, it's going to be in the middle, mid forties and no rain, mid forties, mm. no rain. That's fine. That's good. That's good. Decorating weather. So I'll get the I'll get the outside done on Saturday and then then I still got to do my ma's house. So all right. You know, I'll get that all done. But we're uh we're ahead of schedule. You know, it's not it's only what's today, the 27th of November. The inside of my house is all done. I got a month of uh, enjoying this Christmas. We bought a new tree that has a remote control so you can change the lights. Oh. Oh, it's like disco tree at some point. Um it has clear lights and oh. then multicolor lights. And you can have either one of them flashing. So every once in a while, and Debbie hates it. Debbie hates when I do disco tree. <laughs> but we'll just be sitting there and I'll go, disco tree! And I'll press the remote and suddenly the lights start flashing. And she's had three seizures since we put the tree up, which is wow. excellent. Nice. Uh, and then it'll, it'll soft fade and then come back up. <sighs> it'll go from clear to multi. It'll stay solid multi or solid clear. It disco trees in both the multi and the clear. So Molly came over to pick up Walter today. I go, uh, do you see all the, do you see the tree? She goes, yeah, it's a nice tree. I go, do you see all the light? No. I said, oh, well, you got to see disco tree. And so I read, and she's like, why does it have a remote? I go, cause if not, I'd have to walk over to the foot pedal. That's no fun. Now I can sit in the chair and I have a couple of Christmas cocktails and I can change the tree to whatever I want it to be. I could have, it could be, I could have multiple personality Christmas this year. 
Maybe one personality just likes clear lights. All right. What if those clear lights just faded down and faded back up? Yeah, personality too. That would be fun too. Hey, man, how about you do Disco Tree? All right, Albanian friend. Let's do Disco Tree. <laughs> and I don't know why the Albanians like Disco Tree. They do. I can't help it. Yeah. It's not a rumor. Uh, and then the upstairs tree is the tropical tree. That doesn't, the lights don't change. So I'm bored with it. Just just multicolored lights. Boring. Now, wait. Speaking of buying things, the big question is, did yes. you buy anything on Cyber Monday? No. How about Black Friday? Uh, no. Ooh. I bought something on Thanksgiving Eve. Because, no, Thanksgiving Day, because the coffee company that we buy our coffee from in Louisiana uh, did, they usually, like their biggest sale of the year is now, 35% off plus free shipping. So I was like, oh man, so we bought, because we needed some coffee, but I know their schedule, so I knew there was going to be a sale around Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving morning, I see the email, oh, we're so grateful for our customers, we give thanks for you, 35% off. I'm like, all right, I bought it. Well, now the, the sale has gone all weekend through Black Friday and Cyber Monday, but I didn't buy anything Black Friday or Cyber Monday. I just bought uh, coffee on Thanksgiving. Okay. How all about right. you? Did you go all crazy? Did you buy I, eight computers and a big screen TV? I went Black Friday shopping, kind of. You went Black Friday shopping? Yeah. So here's the deal. So um, after Thanksgiving Day, my wife's sister actually visited us. Oh, for like a second Thanksgiving on uh, Black Friday, I made a uh, prime rib. Nice. Turned out very nice. Nice. I'll have to get your recipe. I've literally been eating prime rib for every meal for like three days. What a flex. It's pretty great. That's nice. Um, so I, I don't remember how this happened. So we all were all decorating, at, you know, her, her sister's decorating. And we're all doing a family day. And then, you know, we had the big like second Thanksgiving dinner on Black Friday and then we're like hanging out and then they went out to go do something. I somehow I ended up online and there was a really nice, really good, fast, solid state hard drive on sale. You know, I got the gaming lab, that gaming PC, right? right? That brand new gaming PC that's so good. Well, it has a built in one terabyte solid state drive, which sounds like a lot, but I do video editing and I also download a lot of games, video games. Okay. So it was like two thirds, three quarters full already. Wow. I barely use it. So I'm like, you know, I do need, I do need some extra storage. They had a crazy sale at Best Buy. So my wife gets back and she and her sister were going to see a show Friday night. But there's a Best Buy like 17 minutes away. I had an hour before they needed to leave. So I'm like, I think I can do this. I can make it. <laughs> yeah, so I get in my car. Now, thank God for the internet because I pull up that bestbuy.com thing and it goes, they're now sold out at your location. And I go, ooh, and I'm sitting in the car in the driveway. I go, ooh, no. Let's check the second closest one. Sold out. Oh, no. Oh, no. Third closest one, one in stock, order soon. <laughs> now, I had two options, Brian. Yes. I could either buy it right there and say pick up at the store. Right. And you'd be able to pick it up Saturday. But I wanted it for Friday night because they were going somewhere. 
and I had already taken apart my computer to make sure that it had a slot for the new hard drive. Oh my gosh. So you were already back home. You hadn't taken this computer to your parents, had you? No, 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 no. This, yeah, this is a back end. All back right, end. so you're back at home. So I'm at home. I open up my computer. I look. I go, oh, yeah, there's a slot for a, for a hard drive. I can do that. And uh, and I was going to do some gaming Friday night. I was going to have that barrel-aged beer from Revolution. Yeah. I did. And I'm like, all right, so I can order it now for pickup tonight. The risk there is that I get to the store and they haven't had someone grab it and put it in the little customer service area. Right. And then it's like in limbo, and then I it's a whole. Or story. their inventory count was off when you checked the website. Right. The other risk I could take is just I don't think someone will buy this in the next seventeen or four. I think it was like thirteen or fourteen minutes. I will drive there, hope no one bought it, and see if I can get it. So I opted for option two. I got there. I grabbed the thing. I'm like, great, in and out. Walk over to the line. The line has 60 people in it. They have maybe two cashiers because nobody wants to work anymore, Brian. I've heard that. I've heard people are uh, slothful. No one wants to work anymore. But check this out. They had a sign, pro tip. There's a point to this story. Pro tip if you're a Best Buy shopper. They have a sign. You can scan a QR code, download the Best Buy app. There's an option check out in store you tap that option you scan the barcode of the item that you want to buy you pay for it right there and then on your way out you just show the you show someone at the door the barcode and the item and they let you go really and i scanned it it's funny i found instructions really close to the front of the line and this lady and this dude were like oh my god how do we not see that we've been standing here for 20 minutes we could have just done it on our phone I will say it was a little it, – it did take a little while for me to find it because you have to enable location services. Oh. And that's not automatically given as a permission by default on my phone. On my I don't Samsung. think it is on anybody's phone. Right. So I had to open it and do that in order to see the option. So it did take me some – I didn't. Oh. it's not like I opened it and it magically worked. It, it took right. me a minute to figure out. Okay. But once I did, I did it. And then I walked up and I'm kind of looking around and there's the greeter lady. And I go, hey, am I supposed to show you this thing? She goes, oh, yeah, if you paid for it, you're good. You can just leave. She didn't even look at my phone. (laughs) Meanwhile, I just did a story about how retail theft is up and how Gen Zers, most of them are saying that they stole from self-service. So uh, if I were Best Buy, I would tell those people, no, you, you really have to pay attention. Dude, It and I immediately regretted paying the full... $200 $200 for this solid state drive, which would have been $400. Oh, um, but well, still, I, did pay. I just scanned, pay, boom, and I left, and it saved me at least a half hour. And I got home. Did you make it home in time? My wife needed to leave at seven o'clock. I got home at 6 59. <laughs> would have been five minutes earlier if I had known about the self checkout right away. But pro tip if you're in Best Buy and there's a crazy line, you can scan the QR code, download the app, and there's instructions right in store to check out. Oh, Very my God. Cool. And well, you, know, you could probably download the app beforehand, couldn't you? That'd be even better. And, Brian, yeah. I I loathe self-checkout. But for some reason, this doesn't feel as gross because I'm not, I'm not like, using someone else's POS system and, like, 
you know, putting my grubby hands where everyone else's grubby hands are. And it's, it's like at the airport, they did studies. The most, the most bacteria at an airport is not the restroom. It's actually the touchscreen kiosks. Oh, I don't, I don't doubt that at all. No, touchscreens are filthy and I hate them. And I feel like they're trying to make me a cashier. But when I do it on my phone, I just feel like I'm ordering something from the internet and then being done faster. And that's a big difference. So I felt right. okay doing it. I listen, I, anything to get me out of a, so I would not, I didn't leave the house on Friday or Saturday. There was not a chance. Oh, wait, I take that. Was it? No, it wasn't Saturday. I didn't leave the house either. We worked and worked. And then Sunday I was like, oh no, I needed, uh, I needed some, oh, I needed that Buffalo snow, that, uh, fluffy stuff that you put under things for Christmas decorations. Mm. And we, we had always had it. Well, last year we must've used the end of it. And I was like, Oh no. And I look up and Michael's is Michael's has the value bag 50% off. I'm like, all right. Then Debbie goes, well, I kind of like you had an idea for some garlic over the window. I like that idea. I'm like, all right, uh, look on Michael's website, find the one you want. So I go to Michael's and then I also needed a bulb, a specialty bulb for this one ceramic Christmas tree. So I did have to leave the house yesterday, but I knew exactly what I needed. I knew right where it was. I get into Michael's. All the sales stuff is right down the main aisle. And man, Michael's was out of control. All the people trying to be crafty for the holidays. So I got my, that was, but I wasn't going out to a store on Friday or Saturday. There was not a chance in hell. No way. I don't I didn't even want to go to the grocery store. We needed ice. And I was like, hey, Debbie, would you mind, uh, while I'm doing the show, would you mind going to the gas station to get nice? I didn't even want to go to the gas station to get ice. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to do it. Well, I'm I'm looking on Cyber Monday deals. Uh, one place said, oh, there's, I don't know, Macy's has some 550 thread count sheets for $48 down from 120. Like, okay, I, I might. Do you need sheets? Well, my kid is potty trained, but like his, his room often smells like a urinal. Oh, nice. Cause you know, just accidents happen. Right, Cause he's a kid. So like, or maybe he's just marking his territory. It might not be that it might, he might be a hundred percent potty trained, but very aggressive. He's very alpha. We, and he's just, he's sprayed it down. Cause once his little sister was born, he's like, Hey, if they're going to bring in more interlopers, I got to set myself up. I need, I need them to know this is my spot. Yeah. We, we change the sheets a lot. <laughs> so the All answer right. is yes. Maybe we do need sheets. Okay. Just to have one less laundry trip once yeah. in a while, you know? Yeah, things happen. But the other does thing wear, is, like, does he wear a diaper when he's at night, or he, is he completely out of, out of most like, of the time? No, we've tried a couple times with underwear, and he's he's done okay a couple times. But it's okay. we're just getting there. For nap time, we are getting away with no pull up. Oh, nice, and he's okay. doing okay. So he's he's a smart kid. He's doing really well. Oh, yeah, no, I, I would uh, listen. I wasn't casting uh, aspersions sure, sure. on your on your son's bladder control. I was just uh, <laughs> I don't know what the I don't know what the I for. Been a long time. I don't remember that kind of stuff anymore. I don't know. I don't know what what age. It's 15, 6, 3. I don't know what the, when they stop. Yeah. Sometimes I still dribble and I'm a, you know, that's probably the other end of the spectrum though. 
his own man issues. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Good. All right. Uh, oh, man. Um, it was so nice having a couple days off from school. Because how is uh, PE going for you? How PE is, is listen. You teach PE. I now. do. I'm. That's why I'm in a hoodie. I I love the on the wardrobe. I wear a hoodie and sweatpants every day to work, mm -hmm. and it's expected. And I have a brand new whistle that I wear around my neck. It's everything is lovely. Uh, PE is much harder than I thought it was going to be. It's it's crazy now. Being a classroom teacher is very, very difficult. But in a classroom, you have more of a controlled setting. Right. In PE, the kids come into this big gymnasium and they're out of their minds, especially if they're out of their, if they're borderline out of their minds in a classroom, anytime you have to remove them from that classroom, they're going to get even crazier. So, um, they come in, and, and this is what I've noticed. And, Cody, your son, as you said, very intelligent. Your daughter seems well on her way to being the same thing. I've only, you know, when I see her, she still doesn't talk, but she responds to voice commands, and she seems very gregarious. Sure. So she's she's well on her way to being a fine model citizen, just like your son. Uh, please, Cody, please uh, teach your son two things and your daughter. One, teach them to run without constantly falling down. And two, well, let me say three things. Teach them to run without falling down. Teach them not to slam into other human beings. And by all means, teach them not to run into a wall. And when I say run into a wall, I never thought I was going to have to utter this sentence as much as I've had to in the last month. Stop running into the walls. <laughs> and it's that voice or harsher that I use. Because, quite frankly, I'm not going to coddle people who don't have the sense not to run into a wall. And I'm not saying by accident. I'm saying these kids start off at a run and slam into the wall. Yeah. Yeah, a wall that's blue, bright blue. They can't miss it. Now, hold on, but not the bleachers, because I used to love to run into the bleachers. That was fun. Well, these walls are where the, the tables go in. So it's the same kind of same kind of thing as the bleachers. Because the tables and the benches come out of the wall for no the no Mike the walls are not padded this is not an asylum even though I wish I was teaching PE in an asylum with padded walls and padded floors um, so they run in but but they run in not just with their hands to tap it they run in like their heads boom because they're so I had to have two weeks ago because last week we only had two days of school. Two weeks ago, I, before every class, I had to give a lecture about keeping your head up when you run. Because I wish I was exaggerating when I say, uh, we can start a warm-up where they're supposed to run in a circle or they're, we're playing a tag game. And within 30 seconds, somebody is up at me crying and asking to go to the nurse. So I had to give a little lesson. And I was, I had them all sitting down and this was from kindergarten up to fifth grade. I said the same thing. I go, look around the room here. Look around the gym. Can you people see everybody? And they're like, yeah. 
I go, can you see me? Like, yeah. And let's stop running into each other. Because I'm tired of sending people to the nurse. Nobody else is going to the nurse. I don't want, and if I, br- so I would ask somebody to stand up, one of the guys, stand up, and I'd say, I'm going to touch you on the shoulder. Is that okay? And they'd say yes. And I'd brush by them, barely, oh, barely brush, brush by them, barely touching up. I go, did that hurt? No. Can you raise your arm? And they'd go, yeah. I go, raise it. Can you wiggle your fingers? Yes. I go, then do you think you should be coming crying to me that somebody ran into you? If that happens to you? No. Okay, then. I said, and one more thing. Stop running in to the walls. It is, it's like I am in an insane asylum. Not, and, and it's a different, it's a different level of difficulty than when I was in first grade last year, but Mm -hmm. it is like, I come home exhausted. So I'm on my feet all day. I'm dealing with all these kids who are, they, and they're only in there for 35 minutes a pop, but they're out of their, they're out of their gourds. And Today, today I was gonna. Today I was supposed to start them off. This was what grade? They were uh, they're just fourth grade locomotive reps. So I lay out cones around the middle of the gym, and they are supposed to just jog around the outside. We have a fancy high tech countdown clock. I turned my back for one second to close the gym door. Honest to God, I looked away for less than fifteen seconds. I turn back around and a girl is crying. A fourth grader. Uh, like, what's it? What? How did this? What? I did, we just started because I'm my patience is like this at this point, and I still have to go to the end of February. Uh, I like what happened. So and so ran into me and I fell. I go, okay. Do you need to go to the nurse? Because at this point, I don't care. Anybody who's hurt. You just go to the nurse. She's going to give you an ice cube. Everything's going to be fine. An that's ice not, cube. That's all they get. Uh, you could replace the nurse. I should just bring in an igloo cooler and put a nurse's uniform on it, and it would be the same thing. Because you send a kid to the nurse, and they go, did you drink some water? Yes. Do you have to go to the bathroom? No. Here's an ice cube. And the kids come back, whether it's their eye, their ear, they got a tumor, they broke their leg, it's an ice cube. And so uh, she went to the thing, and I, I again – they're, they're running into each other. They're knocking each other down. People are diving on the floor. Like, what is going on? So that's that's how PE is going. I've learned some fun games. I'm, uh, we're still in our throwing. Uh, we're in our throwing quarter. Oh. Where we're teaching throwing. So today, um, for the upper grades, we were learning about Frisbees and throwing Frisbees. And... Um, now, next time they come back, I have to teach them. We're going to play a game, a Frisbee game, Hotspot Frisbee. It's going to be very exciting. And by very cool. exciting, I mean it's, I'm going to try to explain it about 15 times. And then I'll say, does anybody have any questions? And, of course, the questions will be, uh, what time is lunch? Uh, can I run into the wall? No. So those will be the questions. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's how PE is treating me, Cody. It's, it's exhausting. Do you play Indian pinball? I don't know what that is, and the word Indian is frowned upon. I don't know if it's... We play Native American bocce. <laughs> well, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. 
No, we don't play that. We've played uh, today in the upper grades. We just, like I said, we did Frisbee and locomotive warm-ups. For warm-ups in the kindergarten and second grade classes, I did uh, Fruit Tag and then Oscar the Grouch. Those okay. were the, those were two things we did in class today. I'm Googling Indian pinball to see if it is racist. <laughs> well, if it is, then I'll definitely play it. And all the so, kids want to play dodgeball. Not all the kids. Only the real aggressive psychopath kids want to play dodgeball. So in uh, in Rockford at Martin Luther King Junior Elementary School, I where I went, uh, there was a game in the gym called Indian Pinball. And you know how, like, the basketball court, it's like a basketball court, right? Real basketball court. You sure. put down three bowling pins, one at the back corner of each side and one in the middle. Got it. Right. So you got three bowling pins at the end. And then one team, like the, the half court is where you could you could go. One team is on one side, the other team is on the other side. And you would throw the ball, you would throw these dodgeball or the yeah, the bouncy balls, yeah. the best like kick balls. You throw them and you would try to knock down the pin okay. or hit a person Ooh. in the leg. Or if you hit a person anywhere other than like the head, you couldn't aim for the head. If you hit a person, they were out. If you threw a ball and they caught the ball, you were out. Right. Dodgeball rules. It was the most fun game I've probably ever played in my life. We can't play any game where you're throwing it at it. We have a game, uh, Kingpin, where there's seven bowling pins on each end of the floor, and the half-court uh, line is the divider, and teams are trying to throw to knock the other team's pins down. But uh, as much as I tell them we're not throwing at each other, boy, a lot of kids get hit in the face. That's kind of weird. Lot of, yeah, I don't know how it happens. That seems wrong. Well, yeah, and I can only yell so much. Because uh, then I go to the office and I was like, oh, they're like, how's it going? I go, oh, it's going. Oh, yeah, we hear you. I'm like, well, it's a big cavernous echoey room. Of course you hear me. So now I've started closing the doors so they can't hear me. And I also have told the kids, I'm not going to yell over you. I'm, so I just, a lot of times I just stand. I just stand at the front. They come in, they're all goofing around, and I just stand there. Wow. And I wait. And then about half of them will go, oh, Mr. Noonan's not talking. And then they'll pay attention. And then I'll wait. And then they'll start telling the other kids to shut up. And I'll wait. And I'll go, guys, at some point I go, we're already seven minutes in. You're only in here for 35 minutes. And then I'll wait. When is the Thunderdome unit? That is, uh, that's when I not only close the doors, but I lock them. And I bring out all the plastic hockey sticks and batons from the PE office. Mm -hmm. And I just let them go. That might be uh, my last week. Okay. You know, so it's, uh, it's fun. It's fun. You could, do a war games, you could do a war games match. All these, these kids think everything is a war game. Yeah. Everything but they're not going to throw balls at each other. Very odd. Not at each other. No, because that's bullying. It could be seen as bullying. Just think about it. In dodgeball, who'd you pick on? The weaker kids or the fatter kids? Do you know what War Games is? No. Dusty the movie Broder with Matthew Broderick? It's not with Matthew Broderick. Okay. That's the second time I brought that up. You should watch that movie. Do you know the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes? Of course I do. The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, and his son, uh, Glittery Boy Rhodes. 
Cody Rhodes. Cody Dustin Rhodes. And Cody Rhodes. And Cody Rhodes. There's two Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is like the most popular good guy in WWE right now. Okay. He's like crazy popular. Who was the one who wore all the glitter? Gold Dust. Gold Dust. Dustin Rhodes. Dustin. Okay. Yeah. I remember the American Dream. He had a speech impediment. Loved it. Yes. According to my friends who are obsessed with wrestling, Dusty Rhodes had a penchant for creating convoluted matches with complicated rules. One is called War Games. It was in invented in WCW. They put two rings next to each other. <laughs> Just, they bought them up next to each other, and then they put one steel cage around the two rings. Okay. It's dumb because then you have a pay-per-view and the normal matches just happen in one ring that just happen to have a cage around half of it. <laughs> and then the war games match is just two rings next to each other and people enter at different times, but the match doesn't start until everyone's in the match. It's dumb, but that's why I went to Survivor Series, but it was called Survivor Series, WWE Survivor Series War Games. Oh, God. Because there were two War Games matches. How were in, those? Instead of your traditional Survivor Series matches, which are Survivor Series match traditionally is a five-on-five -five tag team match, and it's elimination rules. So you get pinned, you're out, the team keeps going. War Games is first pinfall or submission wins the match. Oh, Jesus. But the match doesn't start till all 10 people are in the ring. It's weird. But anyway. Case, no, we're not playing that. They have a hard enough time with the simplest rules. Uh, this, this it, It's crazy. Let me let me segue out of there. I want to give a quick uh, holiday it. pick to click. Please. Because this is very adult. I'm tired of talking about children. Uh, I... Tired of talking about the children at school. Uh, I want to tell everybody who's an adult that I saw one of the funniest shows I've ever seen the other night. Friday night, I went to Theater Wit on Belmont Avenue in Chicago. I used to live right around the corner from there. I love Theater Wit. Yes, Theater Wit is great. They have three separate small stages. They have great shows. Really good show. I've never seen a bad show there. Uh, well, this one... If you've ever sat down after Christmas Eve and you thought uh, to yourself, I wonder whatever happened to Cindy Lou Who after that fateful night of meeting the Grinch. Well, then you need to go see Who's Holiday. Because Who's Holiday is a one-woman show uh, where Cindy Lou Who regales us with what happened to her after that night. After the night she met the Grinch. I laughed like I was insane it is hilarious it is raunchy as hell uh it is surprisingly poignant at parts and it all takes place in cindy lou's trailer uh which not a spoiler she got from her uncle um but it it's it's her life from the night that the grinch came in to now and all the travails and uh veronica garcia or veronica garza rather is the woman who brings cindy lou who to life and she's it's like i said it's a one-woman show uh there were two times where she sang and her voice was phenomenal now this is the third year they've mounted this show at theater wit uh 
And um, it's Cody, you know this is going to be my favorite part when I tell you it was only an hour. Fantastic. Fantastic. You stayed awake the whole time? Oh, I, I was more than awake the whole time. I was excited because I knew we were going out to eat afterward. Um, but it, I would not. Well, one, it's a tiny theater. If you fall asleep, uh, she would probably just she could have just punched me in the face. But I was I was having such a good time. It was so much fun. Uh, definitely not for children or the squeamish or um, if you're going to be very judgmental. That's not it's not the way to go. But if you just want to have a good time, and if you've grown up reading The Grinch and watching The Grinch and listening to The Grinch, um, well, now you'll... This is a, a fitting epilogue to a holiday classic. So Theater Wit is where it's at. It's called Who's Holiday? Um, and it is... Uh, there's the trailer. Look at that. That's Cindy Lou in her trailer. She's all grown up. And uh, and she's lived a life. That's all I'll say. She has lived a life. That's amazing. I was, wish that it was so I, much fun. I would it, like to see that actually. I I got an invite, and then I was like, "Oh, it starts at seven. I get off the air at six. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Can I do it? Uh, yes. So <laughs> Debbie was ready. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you all again Monday. Good night." Click off, boop, out the door. Uh, we're in the car. And the big joke was, oh, we're a mile and a half away. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. And the nice thing is, Theater Wit has a parking lot. Ten bucks, not bad for downtown parking. And uh, you can park. It was great. Uh, the it was, it, was, it was such a fun show. So you guys would, I think you, uh, you and the bride would love it. I think she would enjoy that quite a bit, actually. Uh, I, I tire of the traditional holiday fair because I've seen it all. I've done it all. Have you seen a Klingon Christmas Carol? I haven't, but it sounds like something I'd want to. I got an invite to a hip-hop nutcracker, but unfortunately I cannot go because I'm working. Ooh, that's rough. It might be rough. I don't know. All right, well, uh, the can't go see that. Whose holiday plays through when? Probably January. Like I said, this is the uh, this is the the third year they've done it at Theater Wit. Oh, uh, wow! It's a raunchy riff. That's what they that's what they're calling it. A raunchy riff. All right. I'll see if I can make a date night out of it. Make a date night. Oh, then we went. Uh, Here's, here's a blast from the past, Cody. We went to Kuma's Corner. Oh, yeah. Let's go, dude. It was, man. And it was nice because we got there. We walked right in, got a table. Heavy metal was blaring. Deadpool was on the TV. Nice. I was like, this is all right. And um, Debbie looked a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but she she hung tough. <laughs> you know, I said, are you nervous? Why would I be nervous? Just because there's heavy metal? And I'm like, that's exactly why. And uh, yeah, the burgers were great. It was, it was, it's been, God, since the Insatiable Insomniacs went there years and years ago. So we had a good time and uh, we were out till we didn't get home. Cody, it was like we're club kids. We didn't get home till like 10 o'clock. Oh my gosh. I know. 
10 o'clock. Was, uh, even the dogs were like, where have you people been? You know? Uh, How did you stay awake? I don't know. Because this was on a day where I had... I had already uh, worked around the house. I had done radio. I had seen a show. Now I'm out till 10 o'clock. Oh, man. It's call the police. I was out of control. But yeah, that, that's it. I'm done now. I'm done now for the holiday season. Yeah, I would imagine you are. <laughs> You're terrifying me. Uh, <laughs> Why? Anything else you wanted to cover? Um, so I don't know if you know this, but CM Punk Wait a minute. has. Back to WWE. Is that right? Yeah. He's been gone a while, right? Like what, nine years? Nine years. Wow. I, I'm sorry you weren't able to be there. Well, I've got some news for you. Please this share. It's so bright. It's so bright. Hold on. I'm just letting you entertain yourself. Look, just the dragon. The dragon's the new co-host. Look at that. All right. So, Dragon, what do you think about this CM Punk? Do you know what I just did with the... I'm a dragon! You should stay out of the picture if you're just going to do the voice. I'm a dragon! You don't I sound as... I, I thought your voice would be deeper and scarier, Dragon. You know what? I had to walk oh, away from the camera, but I feel... Yeah. So, here's the thing. I take all my work calls from this standing desk converter. I do sit at work. I have a chair. Okay. You can't see it. It doesn't matter. Okay. I have a chair. But um, I take out my thing standing up, but I, I will. I have a lens cover um, on this webcam because, yeah. like, like this one. They're watching. They're watching. They are watching. I yeah. don't like it. Yeah. So I've got a lens cover, so I was covered up. And whenever I walk away from my desk, because I feel like if I take two steps back and walk in any direction, I look super fat. Like I just don't. I just look like I put on. It's put on like two hundred pounds. It is crazy. They say the camera adds 10. You're, no, you're going with literally adds 250 pounds. I'm wow. not even kidding. Like if I if I took like two steps over that way, I would look bigger than like my Dude, closet. Let's it's let's crazy. See. It's come crazy. on, Chubbs. Let's see. What? <laughs> as he throws something in his mouth, as he eats a snack. No, I'm just chewing on my lip. It's a bad habit. All right. <laughs> Do you know how much CM Punk I have to watch tonight? A lot. Well, because you weren't there, were you? I heard he came back to WWE. Is that right? Yeah. Really? Well, I bet there's a story there. I actually have a at Comic Con one year. I got a artist's drawing of CM Punk holding the WWE Championship spinner belt around his uh, shoulder, and it's in my basement. And now I kind of want to put it back up. You got to bring it up. Your kid would love it. Is he getting into wrestling? I know you have some. I know he has some action figures. He is absolutely not. No, you know what's so funny about that? I, I know we're like at time, but there's a so that little like WWE ring action set my yeah, wife yeah. got. So we already had the Stone Cold Steve Austin and Bray Wyatt and Mankind action yeah. figures. My my brother Jason gets random action figures for everyone in the family every Christmas. I think they're all like a dollar on discount, but like oh, whatever. Yeah. So we already have those, but um, uh, she got the ring and the ring came with that table, right? So the table's easily breakable, right? You just match sure. like, you line up two little uh, tabs and you put it together and then you can break it really easily. What's so funny is he's never seen a minute of wrestling in his life and he just intuitively knew 
What you need to do is have one bad man's, he calls them the bad man's. The bad man's. One, one bad man's throws the other bad man's through the table. And this is, <laughs> this is like, it's like an archetypal ingrained, ingrained natural instinct in DNA. human beings in our DNA. So he already knew how wrestling works without having seen any of it. And I know he hasn't seen it because we always close all the baby gates. Oh, yeah. So he can't get downstairs to see it when it's on. Wow, but he knows there's bad mans. That was they know so... they need to get thrown through a table. Well, I told you there was one time he came down the stairs that we didn't notice when we were watching wrestling. And it was just a promo. It was like MJF and somebody else was – two people were yelling at each other. And we said, hey, bud, like what, what did you see? And he would say, there were bad mans on the TV. And we go, yeah, what were they doing? There was a bad man on the TV and he wasn't having a shirt. <laughs> he wasn't having a shirt. <laughs> That's our favorite thing to quote now is the bad mans were not having a shirt. Bad mans were not having a shirt. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's I'm glad somewhere in in his primordial brain he knows he knows how to wrestle. He's he not playing. He does. Nice. All right. Well, I'm glad I could finish this podcast with my crappy mic uh, on my Listen, desk. It sounds a lot better if I actually hold it up to oh, my yeah, mouth. Wow, it does. Yeah, but I didn't feel like doing that the entire I time. Know, I don't blame you. But Sorry. That's, wow, that sounds great. Uh does it really? That's good. It's, it's an Audio Technica ATR twenty five hundred. Actually, the nice thing is we can hear you when you put it like that. I know, but um, I will figure out my Windows. So I did figure. I think I figured out my gaming PC Windows settings because it no longer drops randomly. Well, that's good. We'll see. Um, but the laptop apparently has regressed because I have not had this problem with the laptop which I've, I do a podcast for a startup and I've done 23 interviews with like investors, like VC investors <laughs> and startup founders. And I've never had the connection drop in any of those interviews until today it dropped right before the interview. And then we just couldn't, I couldn't even do reality as my barrier from there. So uh, I got to figure out the laptop situation, but okay. All right. Apparently well, good luck. You adapted, huh? What? Nothing. What? Nothing. Huh? What? It's Christmas. Okay. Time. I know. I can see the dragon's hat. Thank you. All right. Listen. A anything else, Brian? I'm done. I got to go. I just found out I have to pick up a couple extra classes tomorrow because the art teacher called in sick. Art teacher doesn't teach gym. Right. But the uh, the teachers still need their planning period. So we have to, the music teacher and myself are going to have to pick up the uh, art teacher's classes, which. Good luck. Thanks. Tuesday's already a jam-packed day. But what are you going to do? Brother got to get paid. Literally nothing. I wish. Uh, don't tell anybody. Uh, today I had an hour between classes. I fell asleep for 45 minutes in my office. <laughs> I set an alarm for 15 minutes before I was supposed to have the next class in. The alarm rang for seven minutes before I heard it and woke up. Wow. Yep. Nobody knew. Mr. Noonan was back and ready to go. Let's play vegetable tag. 
after my friends left yesterday, because I spent the night after Survivor Series War Games. Yeah. Uh, after my friends left, my wife was teaching yoga downtown. So it was just me and the kids. And legit, it was like two or three or something. No, it was later because she got home and then actually went out again to do some stuff. Uh, it was like maybe four or five. And I laid down on the couch. My My daughter was asleep upstairs. My son was right there in the living room with me. And he, every time I lay down on the couch, he puts pillows on me. He's like, I'm going to put pillows on you. He just covers me in pillows. He thinks okay. it's the funniest thing in the world. And after he covered me, I was like, I'm going to take a little nap, bud. And he was just like stand, sitting down and playing. And I just passed out for like 20 minutes. And I've never done that around my son. And he's never respected me enough to do that. Let me right. do it. Um, so we both, I think, reached a milestone. You're, but you're yeah, growing. I, I, you're growing as a, as a pair, as a father-son duo. We are. He's, he's the best. Tonight, tonight I was like, I was like, I had a lot of fun with you, bud, tonight. Did you have fun with me? And he goes, I love you, daddy. Oh. <laughs> I just melted. I was like, oh, God, you're so sweet. That is beautiful. He was so sweet. He's been a daddy's boy lately, and I don't think his mom likes that. Uh, but I am eating it up. It's so fun. Yeah, because for a while, he wasn't a daddy's boy at all. No. Forever. For his life. For as well, long as he's existed, he's not been a daddy's boy. But now yeah, he is. And I'm okay now he that. is. Take advantage of it while you can until he gets the age where he thinks he can fight you. Yeah, he could probably take me already. He's rough. I like him. He's tough. Tough kid. Fair. All right. We got to go. Uh, we'll be back. Listen, um, we bet, I know the schedule has been a little wonky with us here. We were There were times when one or both of us were sick. Uh, we've been focusing on... Um, getting the new podcast up and running. So we hope that you will check out Crafty Brewers, Tales Behind Craft Beer. You can go to craftybrewerspod.com. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's crafty underscore brewers underscore pod. The, uh, the podcast is available everywhere, everywhere. Spotify, you can watch it. YouTube, you can watch it. Everywhere else, you can listen to it, download it, like it, share it, uh, give us five-star reviews. We would appreciate all of those lovely things. And uh, not for nothing, we're running a uh, Cyber Monday sale at craftybrewerspod.com because did I mention, yeah, we have sweet-ass merch. Um, a lot of cool stuff. So if you go over there now, we're running a special, always free shipping from Crafty Brewers, but we're also doing 15% off. So yeah. uh, go check that out. It'll uh, You'll like it. I and, I'll, and I'll add, if you have any beer lover in your life, it's not just merch that's like the logo of our podcast. It's like funny phrases about beer like funny shirts about craft beer funny baseball jerseys or baseball shirts with different teams are you team lager are you team ipa are you team uh all kinds of things yeah like it, they're really fun and like i'm legitimately probably gonna buy a bunch of shirts for christmas presents nice. um for the people in my life who like beer because again even if they don't even know what a podcast is They'll enjoy it, and it's fun merch, and it's yeah. unique, and it does support our show and this show just by association. Right. So, um, you know, you know, it's like you're buying from a small business instead of like buying some random Amazon thing. And it's quality stuff. Can we say that too? It is quality high quality. Like Brian and Catherine chose a very good vendor that's not going to give you like crap shirts. Like they're good quality. Yeah. And you get to pick. There's a lot of different, a lot of different styles, a lot of different colors, a lot of different sizes. From uh, wee people to big people like myself, uh, you can you can find some. So go, just go check it out. But most importantly, enjoy the podcast. We tell we've had great guests. 
Cody has done an unbelievable job editing uh, both the video and the audio. They uh, they look good. They sound great. They are just uh, we're really proud of it. So um, take a minute, just go check it out. We'd appreciate it. That you know, um, and it's it's free too, just like this one. You know, so buy a shirt. Free is nice. Yeah, we've never asked for any money on never Reality asked Today. We don't have a Patreon. So yeah. if you've ever thought like, man, I wish I could like give them five bucks for the like three years of free shows they've done, uh, just buy a shirt instead. We'll get yeah. the three bucks that Plus way. Plus you get a shirt. It's not like you're just uh, throwing money to us and we're going to go, you know, buy or some opium mug, and get high. Or a mug or a hat. There's mugs. There's my mom. I gave my mom one of the mugs, the prototype mug. She couldn't be happier. The coffee mug is... Top notch. Hell yeah. Check that out. Now we got a tote bag, phone case. We're like a we're like a Turkish bazaar over there at craftybrewerspod.com. Yeah. So come in, no haggling. Prices are set. Pricks fix. That's it. All right. Notice done. how many times my internet went out since I switched to the Mac. Huh. That's right. Interesting. Same internet, different computer. I wonder if it's Windows's fault. Bill Gates, microchip that. Bitch. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Thanks for being part of the show. Tell your friends, share the episode. Uh, I'm Brian Noonan. I got to go. Cody, any final thoughts? I'm high. Bye. I'm not high. I will be. Bye.